Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris, and tonight we are here to crown the champion in the Liguori Quadrant of the Bracket. You've seen these two face off against some juggernauts on my portion of the bracket, and it's time to see which one has the brains, the brawn, and the intestinal fortitude to not mess this up. We're going to start out all the way in... I'm going to say Muscadine. It's not right. We're going out to Muscadine. Why am I calling it Muscadine? Oh, my God. Brian Nash, my friend. How are you doing? What are you drinking? Muscatine, Iowa. I don't know why I'm trying. It's like Muscadine wine. I apologize. <laughs> it's all good, man. I am having a great day. Uh, just, uh, I don't know. That doesn't matter. Uh, I just watched <laughs> the Bears win their first game of the season. I watched the Packers lose their first game of the season, and yeah, it's been a pretty good day. So tonight, I am once again drinking the Heisenberg Hefeweizen from Nerdspeak Brewery in Bettendorf, Iowa, and oh yeah. That's a good sound. I, I love this place, and I love this beer. You had a, I saw on Facebook, you had, a, you had some visitors at your most recent trivia event out there. I did. That was so amazing. Friday night at the show. I'm set up. I'm ready to go. And I, I mean, I'm on the Mississippi River. I'm on, I'm in Iowa, just barely. Three of my friends from the Chicagoland area just walked in. They <laughs> made the trip all the way from Chicago over to my show specifically to surprise me. So big shout outs to Brittany Shaw, Jeremy uh, Goodson, and Will Dennison. Uh, much love to all three of them for it. I, I was absolutely gobsmacked, and it was something I will treasure forever. That is absolutely. I saw that, and like my heart like grew a couple of sizes bigger. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. How far is that? How as far is it from Chicago out there? That's uh, depending on how you drive. It's uh, two and a half. Yeah, three it's not, not, a, not a short commute. No. Damn. Well, it's, I mean, it's not impossible. I mean, I, they all they all came out, did the show, and then actually drove back home that night. So, oh god, yeah, I don't want to give Iowa any more of their money. I see how it is for the Chicago folks. <laughs> I see how it is. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna head on down down the road a little bit down to Mobile, Alabama. Nathan, my friend, how are you doing? What are you drinking? I'm doing well. I am shocked that I made it this far in the tournament. I'm excited to see if I embarrass myself. Um, as I get further into the tournament, uh, I am on duty this weekend. Uh, and so I am drinking a delicious, uh, bottle of Pepsi, uh, because I need some caffeine and my, I am out of coffee for the weekend. And so I am having just a Pepsi tonight. Oh, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, I will be drinking for you though. So it's okay. Oh, please. Thank you so much. I've got a bottle kill announcement. Not yet, but throughout this episode, it will be a bottle kill. Oh, wow. There's only about like half a shot left of that. Uh, so my bottle here of Davies County special, it's their, one of their, one of the Lux Rose, like specialty bottles, uh, 96 proof. This bottle is aged in cab casks, Cabernet Sauvignon casks. It's gone. Uh, if you can find it, I do recommend picking it up. It's got a little hefty price tag to it. I actually enjoy the flavor profile. Bourbon with some cab is actually a, a nice taste. And if this, uh, this will run out. I will be switching over some Hancock's Reserve, so it's going to be a good night no matter what. But, gentlemen, we're here to crown the champion in my quadrant of the bracket. You two have 
proven yourselves time and time again to be two upstanding and smart gentlemen. The hell are you doing on this podcast? I genuinely don't know. I genuinely don't know how I got this far either. <laughs> oh Lord, well, we're gonna we're gonna jump right in. We're gonna start with our pregame. Uh, and my pregame tonight is in honor of our September boozy bracketology category. Uh, Brian, you joined us for this, but September and Boozy Bracketology is all about the best 90s sitcom, finding what the best 90s sitcom is. And we got some hot takes over there. But in honor of that, we're going to be taking a look at the 80s sitcoms. And in particular, you need to tell me, did this iconic sitcom win the Emmy Award for Outstanding Comedy Series in the 1980s? That'd be the Emmys from 1980 to 1989. Gentlemen, are we ready? Sure. I think so. All right. Brian, you're going first. Pick a number one through ten. I will start with six. Number six, your show is Family Ties. Did it win for Outstanding Comedy Series? I'm going to say no. And Brian is on the board. No is a correct answer. Nathan, over to you. Um, Let's go one. Number one, Nathan, your show is Taxi. Oh, I love this growing up. Um, my heart wants to say yes, but it changed networks, I think. I think it was like an ABC and CBS, so um, I'm going to say yes. Taxi did. Nicely done. Oh. Nicely done. I'm not going to give you years on these, but uh, you know, Taxi definitely did. Uh, Brian, back over to you. Let's see. I did six. Let's go nine. <laughs> All right. Brian, to complete the 69, you get night court. Nice. Um, as much as I loved night court, I think it was nominated multiple times. I don't think it ever win. I, I don't think it ever won, and it damn sure should have. But I'm going to say no. Uh, Brian's on the board again. Night Court did not win at the uh, at least the Outstanding Comedy Series Emmy. Nathan, over to you. Uh, let's go two. Number two, Nathan, you get WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, now that theme song is going to be stuck in my head all <laughs> night. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Um, that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Uh, that is correct. WKRP in Cincinnati did not. So we got a two to two tie back to Brian. Uh, nine minus six is three. All right, Brian, your show is MASH. Oh, damn it. <clears throat> now, see, this is where it gets hard because I'm pretty sure that MASH did win, but MASH only made it like one or two years into the 80s. So the question is, did it win in the 80s or did it win in the 70s? And this is a mean one. I don't like this one. Well, now my heart's shrinking two sizes too small. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Oh, no. First wrong answer. No, you're right. It did win in the 70s. Uh, the years that it was on in the 80s, I can say this um, because I didn't want to influence it, but it was actually beat out by Taxi. Oh, okay. Nathan, over to you. Let's go four. All right, Nathan, you get Barney Miller. Barney Miller. 
two and three were both no's. I'm going to say yes. Barney Miller did. Ooh. It did. Nicely done. Brian, Good pull. I got that user. wrong. I would have too. Oh, uh, let's go with number. Did we already do eight? Uh, eight has not been done yet. Oh, we'll do eight. Eight's enough. Eight. I'm hoping some people out there say eight is too much. Brian, you get the Cosby Show. Cosby Show in the 80s. Yes. It did. Nicely done. Nicely done. All right, Nathan, back to you, sir. Let's go five. Number five, Nathan, your show is Newhart. Oh. I love this show. New, Newhart was the one, I think, where it was, he was the innkeeper in Vermont. And then the end of it went back to the 70s sitcom, Bob Newhart show. Love that. Um, I'll say no. That is correct. Newhart did not win. And then there were these three woodsmen. Larry and Daryl and my other brother, Daryl. brother, Daryl. Brian, we got two left. Which one are we going with? You got seven and ten remaining. I will take number... I will take lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Brian, your show is The Wonder Years. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) (sighs) Never seen a single episode. Wow. I... When The Wonder Years came into the... That's about the time I went into the Army... So I I was several years of not watching any TV at all. Wonder Years was one that did well, but I think I know what probably, I think I know what won in that era. I'm going to say, oh. I'm going to say no. The Wonder Years did. Damn it. It did. It did. It won one year. I think it was 88 or 89. And that leaves number 10 over to Nathan. Nathan, I know you're thinking you're going to get cheers here, but you're not. Your show is Golden Girls. I'll go ahead and just because I love the show, I'll say yes. And Nathan just swept the pregame. It is five well to three. Golden Girls did win. Cheers won two or three of the years in there. Um, oh. But yep, Taxi won a couple. Uh, MASH won in the 70s. Barney Miller won one year. The Wonder Years won one year. Cosby Show won one year. Golden Girls won one year. No love for Night Court. Hell of a pregame. Gentlemen, as we head into the hot seat round, your scores right now, Nathan has got a five to three lead. We're going to start the hot seat with Brian. The rules are simple. 30 minutes, a nonstop barrage of trivia questions and answers. At the end of 30 minutes, however many points you have, that's what you're going to use going into the wager round. As usual, if we do end on an odd number, we'll make sure the other person gets an even number of questions. Gentlemen, are we ready? Ready. 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 The internet is for porn. Sorry. I went full on Avenue Q there for a second. So grab your dick and double click for porn, porn, porn. <laughs> I love this damn show so much. 
Uh, you opened the door, man. I just stepped I, in. Bitch, you kicked it through and waltzed, waltzed in. You kidding? <laughs> All right. Broadway is out of our systems. We're here for trivia. Your time will begin after I read your first question. Brian, we're starting with you. Which of these organizations proclaims on its website, animals are not ours to wear? The ASPCA, the Non-Human Rights Project, or PETA? I'm going to go PETA. PETA is a correct answer. Nathan, ranch dressing, the popular salad topper, got its start as an, at an actual California dude ranch named what? Oh, uh, Hidden Valley? Hidden Valley is correct. All right. Brian, Edward Michael Grills, the rugged host of the Discovery series Man vs. Wild, goes by what nickname? Bear. Bear Grills is correct. I'll ask the Bears fan a bear question. That's fitting. (laughs) Nathan, Colorado is nicknamed the Centennial State because it joined the Union in what year? I think 1876. 1876 is correct. Brian, name for the writer who first popularized it. What questionnaire appears in the issues of Vanity Fair? What questionnaire? Um, uh, Miss Manners. Unfortunately, not the name of the questionnaire is the Proust questionnaire. Nathan, mm, awarded to about 20 that. to 40 U.S. citizens each year, the MacArthur Foundation's annual grant has what nickname? Oh, God, I should know this. The MacArthur. I don't think I've heard, heard it by its nickname. Um, Mickey A's. I don't know. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. It's, it's the MacArthur Genius Grant. The Genius oh. Grant is what we're looking oh. for. I was looking for. Oh, shoot. Okay. All right, Brian, over to you. Which of these cities is the furthest north? Istanbul, Hong Kong, New York, or Rome? Istanbul, Hong Kong, New York, or Rome? I'm going to guess New York. Unfortunately, not Rome is actually the furthest north of those four. Wow. Nathan, what James Bond film gets its title from Bond's family motto, Orbis Non Sufit? Tomorrow Never Dies. I have no idea. Uh, Not a bad guess. It's The World Is Not Enough. He sounds creepy. Well, he is James Bond. (laughs) Never seen a new James Bond movie. That's true. (laughs) Brian, over to you. The Man Booker Prize is awarded to books published in what country? The Man Booker Prize. England? Uh, England, I'll give it to you. United, United Kingdom is what we have here, but England, I'll give that to you. Close enough. Nathan, in 1970, which U.S. president founded the EPA or the Environmental Protection Agency? Be that radical liberal Richard Nixon. Studebaker Television. Yes, that is correct. Brian. Which of these has not been at the Philadelphia Muter Museum, a tumor in a jaw, Washington's false teeth, or a specimen of a human vertebrae? 
Given the three choices, I'm going to guess Washington's false teeth. That is a correct answer. Nathan, over to you. What classic movie has a lead female character whose real name is revealed to be Lula Mae Barnes? Mm. I'm trying to think of movies where they... Kill Bill? Unfortunately not. I said, what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? Breakfast at Tiffany's is what we're looking for. Brian, about sharecroppers in Georgia, what novel's title is also a noun meaning a poverty-stricken area? A, a noun. Um, I think the question's a little misleading. I will tell you the answer does have two words in it. Okay. Could you? I'm sorry, could you repeat that one more time for me? Of course. About sharecroppers in Georgia, what novel's title is also a noun meaning a poverty-stricken area? Dust Bowl? Unfortunately not. Tobacco Road. Looking for Tobacco Road. Nathan, over to you. Popular as a pet, the colorful freshwater betta fish is more commonly known by what fanciful nickname? Oh, I know it's a fighting fish. Um... Do you, more from, do you need more information than fighting I, fish? I need more information. I, I, hope actual... I, get the, I hope I get the nationality right. Shoot. Is it Japanese fighting fish? Uh, no, it's a Siamese fighting fish. Siamese. Oh, I feel bad about that. Shoot. It's all right. Brian, over to you. Perhaps to the chagrin of his female friends, in which of these fans, sorry, perhaps to the chagrin of his female fans, in which of these movies did Brad Pitt not bear his backside or show his ass? Thelma and Louise, Interview with a Vampire, or Troy? Um, mm, I'm not I sure how def- much of an Troy, expert you Troy, are. he definitely did. <laughs> um, I, his, bear his backside? Mmm... Yeah, I'm going to go with Thelma and Louise. Unfortunately not. It's actually an interview with a vampire. Damn it. I'd be okay not getting that question right. Um, Not a Brad Pitt fan, though, so hey. Nathan, over to you. Kate Winslet and Jim Carrey are the leads in which twisty love story that won an Oscar for Best Screenplay in 2005? Mm. Can you repeat it one more time? Of course, Kate Winslet and Jim Carrey are the leads in which twisty love story that won an Oscar for Best Screenplay in 2005? I I know. I can't think of it. I can kind of. I know it's a long phrase. I'm going to go to the Truman Show because I don't know a better guess. Uh, No, it's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's the one. Brian, over to you. The finger stash is a popular tattoo of a stylized mustache, typically inked on what finger? Index finger. Index finger is correct, and with that, Brian has tied the game. Nathan, what is the title of John Singer Sargent's scandalous portrait of Madame Pierre Gautreau in a black gown? Can I get that in English, please? Uh, can you can you say it one more time? Sorry. Of course. What is the title of John Singer Sargent's Scandalous portrait of Madame Pierre Gautreau in a black gown. So we're looking for the name of the actual painting. 
Whistler's mother. No idea. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Uh, that's Portrait of Madam X. Brian, which of these mammals has the longest maximum life expectancy? The kangaroo, the orca whale, or the mountain lion? I'm going to guess the orca whale. Orca is correct. Nathan, in keeping with its maritime image, what fashion labels loco features a J-class sailboat? Nautica? Nautica is correct. Good pull. That was a lucky, lucky guess. The hell of a guess. All right, Brian, Craigslist is a popular online message board that was created in 1995, initially created to serve what U.S. city? Oh, um, let's go with, oh, there's several to choose from here. I'm going to guess Seattle. I left my heart in San Francisco. Oh, that was like number two. San Francisco's what we're looking for. Nathan. What piece of sporting equipment is colloquially colloquially known as a pigskin? Football. A football is correct. Brian, excluding Antarctica, what is the largest desert in the world? The Sahara? Sahara is a correct answer. These They range in level of difficulty. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, wait, it's the Sahara, right? Is it Sahara? <laughs> wait, wait. Uh. <laughs> it's a completely randomized list. Some of them very simple. Some of them are Whistler's mother. We're moving right along. <laughs> Nathan, in the Discover card logo, what natural event is depicted in the O in Discover? Oh, um... Pulling out my credit card to check and validate. I, I have Visa. I don't know. I, um, let's just guess because it's an O. Let's go Eclipse. Oh, not a bad guess. It's actually a sunrise, and I can validate. It is on my Discover card. What are the numbers and expiration date on it? Uh, 666. <laughs> Moving right along. Brian, what farm animal is sometimes rented out for weed control? Goats. Goats is a correct answer. They stink. Oh, we did yoga with goats. Yoga with goats is actually a lot of fun. Well, they poop all over. Oh, oh but it's not. Okay, we're moving on. Nathan, <laughs> which, which children's author, born in Wales, wrote many of his books in a garden shed, which had a kids keep out rule? A Wales author. Um... Kids keep out. Um, no idea. Pass. That's Roald Dahl. I didn't know he was whaleish. Okay. I did not either. All right, Brian. The popular lunch meat bologna, sometimes spelled B-O-L-O-G-N-A, takes its name from a city in what country? Let's go with Italy. Italy is correct. Nathan, what country is home to the World Heritage Site known as Machu Picchu? Oh, it's either Peru or Ecuador. I'm going to go Peru. Peru is a correct answer. Nicely done. Brian, in what year did the U.S. celebrate a sesquicentennial? Uh, sesquicentennial 
if I remember correctly, is 150 years. Because we had one of those at one of at like my hometown. So 150 years would be 1926. 1926 is a correct answer. Nathan, back to you. What part did stuntman Glenn Ennis play in the award-winning film The Revenant? Mr. Revenant? Um, what's that about? Was that the one about um, Hughes? Unfortunately not. This is my favorite question of the night. He was actually the stuntman who played the bear. That was going to be my guess. I didn't know, but that was my, <laughs> that was my guess. <laughs> Never saw the movie. Don't know what it's about. Oh, it's about a guy that gets mauled by a bear. Yep. It's a really good movie, actually. Uh, we're moving back to Brian. Brian, what Pittsburgh Pirates baseball player was the first to have his signature printed on a Louisville Slugger bat? Um, Schmidt? Well, Schmidt was a Philly. It's Honus Wagner. Got to go back even further. Honus Wagner is what we're looking for. All right. <laughs> I'll drink to that. I'll take it. I'll take it. Nathan, over to you, sir. Shirt sleeves that are fastened with cufflinks instead of buttons have what kind of cuffs? Mm. French cuffs? French cuffs is correct. Nicely done. I got two fashion questions right. I am amazed. Good pull. Good pull, Nathan. Brian, we're back to you. Sean Penn was nominated for Best Actor in 1996, but lost to Nicolas Cage in Leaving Las Vegas. What movie was Sean Penn nominated for? Oh, 96? That's the year, yes. All right. Um, Damn, damn, damn. The mo- I, I'm going to guess Dead Man Walking. I think he won for that one, though. Dead Man Walking is a correct answer. Oh. All right, Nathan, back to you. According to Census Day, the language most frequently spoken in the U.S. homes, besides English, is what? It's kind of like the Sahara question. I think there's an obvious answer, but I'm worried. I'm going to guess um, Spanish. Spanish is correct. It was a Sahara-type question. <laughs> Although that movie starred Matthew McConaughey and not Brad Pitt. Moving on to Brian. Brian, President Barack Obama was actually born during whose presidential administration? Man, you're going to make me math? I'm going to make you math. <laughs> oh, okay. He was in president in 2008. I, he was in his 50s, maybe? So 58 ish let's go eisenhower oh no lbj lyndon baines oh. johnson's what we're looking for nathan over to you what television drama's opening narration begins my name is michael weston i used to be a spy until i think i've seen this before on usa network before like when i was wrestling it might be burn notice that's a groovy answer. Burn notice is correct. Oh, yes. great pull. Never seen it before. Thank you, WWE, for your random time slots. Okay. Such a good show. I love that show. It's got great Bruce Campbell. Show. Bruce Campbell's awesome. And Gabrielle Anwar. Oh, yes. Mm. From the librarian. Yes. Gabrielle Anwar is amazing in that. 
Oh, and, fee. We're moving right along. And Three Musketeers. Yes. Oh, God, I forgot about Three Musketeers. <laughs> and Scent of a Woman. Oh, wow. I've not seen that movie in forever. Brian, over to you. Yes. What English punk rock group opened their first U.S. concert with the song, I'm So Bored with the USA? I'm going to guess the Sex Pistols. Uh, no, that's a good guess. The Clash, actually. Ah. Uh, okay. All right, we're moving right along. Nathan, in the Aesop fable, Slow and Steady wins the race. Who came out the loser? Turtle in the hair. The hair? The hair is correct. Again, some of these easy, some of these are hard. I thought it was me for being forced to read it as a kid, but like that's, yeah. Brian, in the classic television special Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, he befriends an elf who wants to be a what? A dentist. <laughs> dentist is correct. All right, Nathan, in 2013, which U.S. city became the largest to declare bankruptcy? Oh, um, I think it was in the Northeast-ish. I have a guess um philadelphia unfortunately not uh, up in your neck of the woods or your where you're around where you were born it was detroit michigan detroit oh all right brian in competitive swimming which of these styles is considered the slowest is it freestyle the backstroke or the breaststroke the breaststroke breaststroke is correct nathan launched in 2010 Cupid Tino is an online dating site that connects fans of what company's products. Can you spell what that website is? Yep, it's Cupid Tino, C U P I D T I N O. No idea, pass. Oh, Cupertino is the home of Apple. It's Apple products. Oh. Okay. All right, I'm going to go to Bing.com and look that one up. While we're doing that, Brian, in a lavish 2010 ceremony, Bill and Hillary Clinton's only child married a man with what first name? Chelsea and Bill. No, unfortunately not. His name is Mark, and he can't even spell Mark correctly. He spells it with a C. Oh. Nathan. Which television movie sequel challenged viewers to decide the fate of a character with a Twitter vote? It was either you decide if hashtag April lives or hashtag April dies. April movie sequel. The only April I can think of is from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They won't kill her off. Um <clears throat> No idea. Pass. I, I, I couldn't even fathom a guess. Oh, this was from the critically acclaimed movie Sharknado 3. Oh, hell no. I would not have gotten that at all. Nope. And of course, April is played by the amazing Tara Reid. We are moving right along. We've got about 11 minutes remaining in the hot seat round. Brian, what is the only metal that is liquid at natural atmospheric pressure and temperature? Mercury. Mercury is correct. Nathan, which of these breed of dogs is also slang for an overly aggressive person? A chihuahua, a pit bull, or a doberman? Oh, well, they're all aggressive. Um, see, he's echolic. He's a pit bull. He's a doberman. Um, boy, he's a... I see the pit bull or doberman. Um, I've heard both, though. 
He's a pit bull. He's a pit bull. Pit bull. Pit bull is a correct answer. All right. Brian, what play was John Wilkes Booth interrupting when he assassinated President Lincoln on April 14th, 1865? Oh, shit. If the play was called Oh, Shit, that'd be kind of on point. (laughs) Oh, it's my something... I'm still working on it. Um, Nope, I ain't got it. I got a pass. Oh, that play is Our American Cousin. Our American... I knew there was was an American in there somewhere, but I was stuck on My American President. No, that's not it. (laughs) Been there. Been there. Nathan, over to you. A muumuu is a loose-fitting dress traditionally worn where? I want to say Homer Simpson in the episode where he gained (laughs) weight. Um, Sorry. (laughs) That's not acceptable answer. Um, Need an actual, like, physical location. Springfield. Um, (laughs) I want to say it's either... um, Sorry. Either Hawaii or the Philippines. I'm going to say Hawaii. Hawaii is a correct answer. (laughs) I love you guys. (laughs) If only we could give points for comedic timing. All right. Going back. uh, Brian, what's the name of the bike that is pedaled by seven people sitting in a circle? Other than useless, I'm assuming. The bike that is pedaled by seven people sitting in a circle. Um, a rainbow bike. Oh, not a bad guess. It's a conference bike. Okay. All right. Nathan, in a famous presidential speech, Franklin Roosevelt declared that Americans had a rendezvous with what? Is it a rendezvous with destiny? Rendezvous with destiny is correct. Brian, what Jamaican slang word meaning a disturbance was also the battle cry of the Lost Boys in the film Hook? Bangarang! Bangarang is correct. About seven minutes remaining, going back to Nathan. Nathan, name three of the four presidents who won the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, I know Obama won one. Uh, I think Carter won one. Did Clinton win one? I don't know. Did Clinton? I don't know. Um, You said three out of four? We're looking for three out of the four. I'm probably wrong. I'm going to guess Obama, Carter, and Clinton. Unfortunately, not two of the four. Uh, Jimmy Carter, Barack Obama, the other two, Teddy Roosevelt, and Woodrow Wilson. Hmm. Brian, what Broadway musical features the extravagant song and dance number titled Springtime for Hitler? The Producers. I want to be a producer. That is correct. All right. Nathan, in 2009, Utah's Fitness Ridge Resort and Spa teamed up with a popular reality show and renamed itself. What show was it? I think it's The Biggest Loser. The Biggest Loser is correct. Brian. 
According to Irish playwright George Bernard Shaw, he he who can does. He who, he who cannot does what? Directs. Uh, directs or teaches. I've heard it both ways. I'm giving you the point. Going over to Nathan. Nathan, translating to French dispatch. Or sorry, translating to fashion dispatch. What 80s band took its name from a French fashion magazine? Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode is correct. And Nathan's three oh, on the crap. fashion question. Great poll, man. Dude. All right. Brian, what long-running European singing competition did ABBA win in 1974? The Eurovision. Eurovision is correct. All right, Nathan. Hiking which trail was the inspiration for Cheryl Strayed's memoir, Wild? That's a skull, the Appalachian Trail. Unfortunately, that's the Pacific Coast Trail is what we're looking for. Brian, in 2016, after almost 55 years of Cold War, which two countries restored full diplomatic relations? Temporarily, of course. I'm sorry. Could you say that one more time? Of course. In 2016, after almost 55 years of Cold War, which two countries restored full diplomatic relations? 55 years of Cold War. 2016. So, 61. Uh, Let's go with North and South Korea. Unfortunately not. A little closer to home. We're looking for the United States and Cuba, and I still can't get my Ah. Cuban cigars here. All right. Nathan, over to you. What Ash sorry, which Atlas shrugged author did 2012 vice presidential candidate Paul Ryan say inspired his career in public service? Rand. And Rand is correct. All right. Brian, what term for old fashioned trousers ending just below the knee derives from a Washington Irving character and is also an NBA nickname? The Knickerbockers. Knickerbockers is correct. All right, moving right along. Nathan, which rhyming phrase is slang for knitting and gabbing in a circle? Or, sorry, which rhyming phrase is slang for a knitting and gabbing circle? Pass, no idea. Knitting would be stitch. Gabbing would be, yeah, it's a stitch bitch. (laughs) If I knew the answer, I wouldn't have said that. I would have felt bad. (laughs) It's called a stitch and bitch circle. Brian, over to you. In the movie Pulp Fiction, all of the clocks are set to 420. True or false? That is absolutely true. It is absolutely false. What? It is false. Oh, no. Yes. Internet, you lied to me. (laughs) (laughs) Nathan, known for her cosmetics line, international supermodel Iman is the wife of what rock legend? Is or was the wife? Uh was I'm assuming? Uh, I know was is the answer. I don't know if I'm saying her name correctly. Um, I'm pretty sure this is Bowie. David Bowie is correct, but he's dead. That's why I didn't know if they were. St- I mean, I, I don't know what the correct uh, terminology okay. is there, but yeah, you got it okay. correct. Brian, titanium dioxide is the main pigment in what color paint? White. White is correct. Nathan, one reason for building what waterway? was to transport salt from deposits in Syracuse to the coast. Can you read it one more time? Yep. One reason for building what waterway 
was to transport salt from deposits in Syracuse to the coast. Would this be the Erie Canal? Erie Canal is correct. We got a little over a minute and a half left. Brian, in the movie Pink Panther, the Pink Panther refers to what? A diamond. A diamond is correct. Nathan, famous for its 18th century architecture, the historic neighborhood Society Hill lies in what U.S. city? Philadelphia. Philadelphia is correct. Ooh. Nice pull. Ooh. Damn it. <laughs> All right, Brian. Which bird's extinct relative, whose bones were found in Antarctica, stood as tall as LeBron James and weighed approximately as much as well? Antarctic bird. I'm going to go with a penguin. Penguin is correct. That's a scary-ass penguin. 100% would pet it, though. Nathan, often referred to as NASCAR Valley, what U.S. state is home to the NASCAR Hall of Fame? Can you do it one more time? Of course. Often referred to as NASCAR Valley, what U.S. state is home to the NASCAR Hall of Fame? My brother's a NASCAR person. He won't listen to this, but he would hate me if I didn't know, if when I get this wrong. I'm going to guess... Um, Mississippi, Tennessee. Let's go ahead and choose Mississippi. Unfortunately, not North Carolina. Brian, which candy did Elliot use to lay a trail to entice E.T. into his house in the movie E.T. The Extraterrestrial? Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces is correct. And that is time. Nathan, you have one last question. What appears to be melting in the surrealist painter Salvador Dali's The Persistence of Memory? Is it his face? No, melting clocks is what we're looking for. Melting clocks. Clocks. Okay. All right. The hot seat is over, gentlemen. How are we feeling? You didn't do a score update, and so I have no idea what the score is, but I'm I'm feeling I'm a little bit behind. That was brutal. That was brutal. We got some high scores coming out of the hot seat. Nathan, you are a little bit behind. Brian has got a 26 to 24 lead. Wow. It is anybody's game heading into the wager round. So for those that are new here to the Pub Trivia Experience's Hot Seat Challenge, first off, stop listening now. Go back and listen to the other episodes. You'll get caught up really quickly. But the way the hot seat tournament works is in the last round, I'm going to give our contestants three questions. They can wager their points in any way, shape, or form they want on those three questions. They can bet zero. They can bet them all. The only rule is two rules. One, they can't bet. They have to bet whole points. No halves. I'm not doing math or more math than I have to. But rule number two is you just can't bet more than your combined points. Here's the kicker. They're betting their points based solely on the categories. So, gentlemen, I'm going to give you your three categories, and then we'll go ahead and lock in your wagers. Your categories for tonight's wager round, U.S. Geography, Television, and World History. Go ahead and lock in your wagers while we hear a word from our sponsor. Do you know this laugh? (laughs) Joey and Janice's Day of Fun! (laughs) I guarantee you remember where you were when you first heard this phrase. And I know that you know the dulcet tones of this man. Dear God, there's my rosemary bread. 
And if you knew all three of those, I guarantee you love this song. If you can't tell by now, the month of September on the Boozy Bracketology podcast is going to be dedicated to those classic 90s sitcoms. Every single person has had their life shaped in one way or another by these amazing shows, and we are going to argue it out for your entertainment. What is the best 90s sitcom? Heavy hitters like Frasier, Friends, Seinfeld, The Drew Carey Show, and so much more are on the bracket, and we are going to be making the tough decisions. You can find the Boozy Bracketology Podcast anywhere you get podcasts. We hope you enjoy the show, and we will see you in September. And wagers are locked in. We're going to start here. Your first question is going to be in the category of world history. Standard lock-in rules apply when you have your answer lock-in. The other person is free to talk out their answers. Here we go. In the category of world history, the first three nations to leave the USSR in 1990 are collectively known by what unofficial geopolitical term? Though looking at this term through the prism of a monopoly board, it could be seen as an insult due to the low property value. Locked in. All right, Brian, talk it out. Um, okay, low property value. There's only two. There's the Baltic and there's the Mediterranean. I'm going to say it's got to be the Baltic. Or the Baltic. Brian's locked in Baltic. Nathan, what did you say? Lithuania and Estonia and Latvia. It's the Baltic states. Baltic. The Baltic states or the Baltic nations is a correct answer. Let's go over wagers. Brian, what did you wager in world history? I this is this is a category that I'm hit or miss. I was not confident, so I bet zero on this one. Oh. Nathan, what about you? Even though it's one of my strongest categories, I also got zero on this one. I didn't I did not wager anything. All right. I wish I would have. I think I know what's about to happen here. (laughs) Well, question number two, your category is going to be in U.S. geography. Here we go. According to the official website of the Empire State Building, on a clear day from the observation deck, you can see six different states. Obviously, there's New York and New Jersey, but name the other four states they claim you can see. Can you repeat it one more time? Of course. According to the official website for the Empire State Building, on a clear day from the observation deck, you can see six different states. Obviously, you can see New York and New Jersey. Name the other four states they claim you can see. All right. I'm locked in. All right. Brian's locked in. Nathan, talk out your answer. I've got a rudimentary list written down. Um, I've never been to New York. It's a tall building. So I know one, I mean, so you got New York City and then New Jersey across the bay. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to picture what the other states are next to what you could probably see. And I think west of New Jersey 
is Pennsylvania. I don't quite know how big New Jersey is. So I don't know what's past there. I think it's Delaware and Maryland. Um, but I don't know if you'd be able to see those. Kind of pivoting, you got the rest of New York, I think. And then you've got Northeast. You've got Connecticut. To the north of that would be Rhode Island. I mean, Massachusetts. And I think Rhode Island's stuck somewhere too. Um, and I'm just, it's, it's just picking between those. And so uh, this is not going to go well for me, but I'm going to go ahead and guess Pennsylvania. I'm going to go ahead and choose Delaware, Connecticut, and that fourth one's going to kill me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and guess Massachusetts. All right. Nathan is locked in, if I have that correctly. Pennsylvania, Delaware, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. Yeah. I, sh- I went on the wrong. Oh, my God. Brian, what do you have, sir? Okay. I agree on Pennsylvania. I agree on Connecticut. Um, I'm guessing that Massachusetts is visible because it's close-ish, maybe. Um, I think Delaware is too far south. I think that's down in the Virginia, and I think that's down by Washington, D.C. I don't think that's up by New York City. So I think tucked in there, uh, my fourth one, my guess, is West Virginia. All right. Brian, what was your wager? Zero. Nathan, what was your wager? I don't want to say. <laughs> it was 24. This is uh, going to go interesting here. Your correct answers. My home state of Connecticut. Definitely on there. Uh, you both picked up on Pennsylvania. That is correct. You both picked up on Massachusetts. That is correct. And the fourth state that I am shocked to say is what they have listed, and I don't know how they pick up this and not pick up Maryland, it is Delaware. The only logic I can think of is that they're somehow seeing South Delaware. That's the old, Nathan has walked away from his computer. I just spit my hand. Dude, that was one hell of a pull. Oh, a night oh, full of pulls shit. for Nathan. Oh. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Please don't. I mean, I know this is the audio medium, but we really don't want to hear that. This is not I'm, I'm seeing podcast. you. I don't want to see that. Yeah. I still have a question to answer. <laughs> it's all part of the strategy. Your score is going into our final question. Nathan has 48 points. Brian has 26. Your final question, your category is in television. Here, Be good to me, Chris. Here we go. Name the multi-time Emmy-nominated Emmy actor who's played the same character across two different shows, the first of which ended in 2013. He spent time in his early career as a writer on SNL and is responsible for the iconic Van Down by the River skit by Chris Farley. 
Do you need that question again? Yes, please. Name the multi-time Emmy-nominated actor who has played the same character across two different shows. The first of those shows ended in 2013. He spent time in his early career as a writer on SNL and is responsible for the iconic Van Down by the River skit made popular by Chris Farley. The first one ended in 2013? The first of the shows ended in 2013. Now, I already know that your wager on this is zero, so I'm going to go ahead and talk this shit out. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go and lock in with a really bad answer. Let me write something down. Um, okay, I'm locked in. Okay. So when you started off with this, I'm like, oh, you're talking about Kelsey Grammer. Oh, no, you're <laughs> not talking about Kelsey Grammer, damn it. Okay, the, sec- the first show ended in 2013. So the second show was was after and could potentially could still be going. And this person was a writer for SNL. So I feel like this is something potentially possibly Related in some way to The Office and or Parks and Rec. There were a lot of SNL people involved with those projects. And I know whose name is coming to mind as a potential, maybe the right guy. And I'm trying to decide if there's a better answer than Adam Scott. Because I think he was on the office first and then went to the off uh, and then went to parks and rec and became a major character there. <sighs> Adams at Andy Samberg, uh, was on, uh, Brooklyn nine, nine. I don't know of anything else that he did where he might've played the same character. So, I don't have a better answer. So, I'm putting my hopes and prayers and my 26 points on Adam Scott. Brian is locked in Adam Scott. Brian, what was your wager? 26 points. That's what you said, just making sure. So it literally all comes down to this. Nathan, just out of curiosity, we know your wager is zero, but what was your uh, what was your answer? I wrote down my dog's name. Actually, I wrote down Frazier first, um, <laughs> then crossed it out. Uh, I put down my dog Penny's name. Um, so Penny, it's wrong, <laughs> I know. It's Penny Lane. Yeah. It is, see? See? Boozy comes back. Boozy come back. All right. You can so, it all on me. You're not as far off as you think when you think of Frasier, because like Kelsey Grammer and Frasier, this actor was not the star of the first show and went on to get a show with his character's name in the title in the second show. No. The first show was Breaking Bad. 
The spinoff, Better Call Saul, your answer is Bob Odenkirk, who was a comedic actor uh, up until Breaking Bad. He cut his teeth in comedy. How you feeling, Brian? I am. I I will be kicking myself for weeks. Better Call Saul just ended. I love both Breaking Mm -hmm. Bad and Better Call Saul. I was stuck on comedies. It never crossed my mind to make that jump. Mm-hmm. I just learned within the last week or two. I think we, I think we talked about it at some point that uh, Bob Odenkirk's very first movie role was in Wayne's World Two as yep. one of the two nerds at the concert. Gonna <laughs> watch that. It yeah. was Wayne's World Two. There were two dorks that came over and talked to him. And one of those two dorks was Bob Odenkirk, a very young Bob Odenkirk. And Wage World has been off of what show? Saturday Night Live. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Nate, congratulations, if, man. You took me down. If we both would have bet on the first question, we both feel good. <laughs> we both bet zero on that one. I know. Oh Lord! Uh, in a, another another classic game here on the Pub Trivia Experience Hot Seat Tournament, Nathan, my friend, you're going home with a win. You are moving on to the final four, and you will represent Team Liguri out there. Brian, my friend, a hell of a showing! Just legitimately three really solid games of trivia. We will definitely have you back on. I know we've got an MCU game from you that we've got coming up with the amazing Carmela Smith from Trivial Warfare that you'll actually be hosting. So I'm very much looking forward to that. We'll get that scheduled here soon. But Nathan, congrats. Uh, before we go, we want to give you guys just a chance. Uh, any causes or anything like that you want to shout out? Uh, if they want to find, if, they, if you want people to find you on social media, now is your chance to do it. Let's start with Brian. All right. Um, as far as my shout outs and, and I, where to find me, uh, for the online community, you can find me on Thursday nights on Twitch. Uh, we start, uh, we, we do geek trivia at, we start around 9.30 on Tuesday, on, on Thursday nights uh, after uh, Jay Borsum finishes off their game. Uh, everybody jumps over to jump into LK Jeremy on Twitch for geek trivia. Uh, if you happen to find yourself in the Quad Cities and are looking for something to do on a Friday night, uh, Nerdspeak Brewery. They make fantastic beer, and they have a hell of a great uh, Friday night show starring some jackass who won't shut up. <laughs> I hear it just, it's, a, it's very easy just to kind of commute there from Chicago. So, you know, those Chicago folks. Apparently so. Oh, man. That was uh, Brian. Hell of a show. Uh, our very own Mr. Tim Dipple is actually going to be guest hosting for uh, with Jay over on Liquid Courage on Twitch here in the near future. So that'll be awesome. We had Jay on our show. She is amazing as well. So... Uh, if you're not listening to Liquid Courage on Twitch or part of the World Trivia Federation, what the hell are you doing with your life? It's literally $2 a month, free promo form. It's worth it. It's a lot of fun. It is. Jay is one of the hardest working people. I, we, we argue that Jay is the hardest working woman in trivia. There are several other people who probably deserve that. A, a, a nod to all about the same level of, of, of hard work. But seriously, Jay puts on had over over the course of the pandemic, Jay was consistent mm-hmm. and putting on like five or six shows a week with new content every show. 
Uh, she absolutely busted her ass. I love she's Jay. awesome. She's amazing. Uh, and if you, uh, I, I'm not going to tell the story that's for Carmela to tell, but there's a very sweet story for, that Carmela told me about Jay. That was, I, I, I don't, I've never met her. She's awesome. She's good people in my book. I look forward to meeting her one day. But uh, Nathan, my friend, over to you. Any causes you want to shout out or anything you want to tell our listeners about before we uh, sign off for the evening? No, I think the biggest thing uh, is, um, you know, trivia is an amazing thing. And I think you were, you think Brian said something that. Trivia. I think he said something about trivia before we started, and just make sure you're supporting trivia, uh, both podcasts and players, or and um, live events. Um, and if you know of any fun events in Mobile, Alabama, and you're listening to this, let me know because I don't have a trivia team yet. So um, let me know. If you want to, re- if you don't know how to re- reach Nate, reach out to me, Chris at PubTriviaExperience.com. I'll get you in contact with him. Uh, smart guy, if you can't tell. Good guy to have on a trivia team. Lucky guy. Whew. All right, gentlemen, that is a wrap for us. Uh, if you want to support the show, what we do here at, the, at Pub Trivia Experience, patreon.com slash PTEBB is your exclusive home for all of our bonus content. Uh, bonus trivia, brackets from Boozy Bracketology, the whole nine, uh, Boozy Revisit, all that stuff right there on our Patreon feed. Uh, I think, actually, when I get off tonight, I am posting a look-ahead episode uh, for a recent podcast we did that is all office trivia. We have an entire hot seat episode of The Office that we're going to be dropping on Patreon first before it hits the live feed in November-ish. Uh, so you get a nice little head start there. But new content coming on there throughout the month. Find us there on Patreon. Uh, Facebook doc, uh, not Facebook.com, but Facebook is the lounge. Fans of Pub Trivia Experience, Boozy Bracketology. Uh, best place to get us, honestly, right now is on our Discord. Uh, PTEBB.com slash Discord will get you right over to our server. A lot of good times over there. We talk anything and we talk all day long it's quite annoying but also very entertaining for pub trivia experience i have been chris i've been brian i've been nathan we'll see you next time as we continue with the hot seat tournament have a good one 